Hello, my beautiful souls. I am super, super, super excited. And I'm super thankful that you all have chosen to continue this journey with me. We are on week four, and I honestly cannot believe we're already on week four, even though we have been on this journey together for over a month now, almost two months. But you all have not only stuck with the journey, but you have been absolutely consistent when it comes to giving me feedback and also sharing your thoughts and how this has helped you in so many incredible ways. And I thank you all so much. I know that it has been a week without any updates. And trust me, I've gotten your emails, your inboxes, your text messages, <laughs> and you all asking what's going on? What's up? Is it over? Did I miss something? No, you did not. Um, with the holidays, as well as with so many things going on energetically, I felt that it was absolutely necessary for me to allow time to just cleanse my aura and make sure that my energy was in a very clear space. There's been a lot of things going on within the last couple of weeks. And because I am also someone who is very, very sensitive to spirit, and I am on this spiritual journey where I also do a lot of, I won't even call it mentoring because it's mentoring is so like you are just teaching someone something, but I actually have one-on-one -on -one segments with people who are really on a journey of trying to find themselves and release different things um, in their lives and trying to find direction on how they go forward. And so in those sessions, there is a lot of energy exchanged. There is a lot of me pulling out the things that are needing to be revealed um, a lot of times through different activities that I may do with the person or different it's almost like a, a therapy session almost, but it's not therapy, but it's absolutely um, very close to it. And, and the results are very good. I'm very happy that it's effective, but it is very ener energetic wise. It is very consuming and I have to be in a place where I am able to release the energy from each person that I spend this time with because if I'm not, then I will carry their energy with me. I will carry whatever it is that they're holding on to or trying to release. I'll carry that. And that is very, that can be very toxic. And at times it can be confusing to my own spirit if I am not careful. So the past week or so, I have been having these, um, these, segments, these one-on-ones with people, but I've also been allowing my time to myself so that I am able to release and actually clear out my own energy. So with that being said, that has caused the delay in the series, but please know that I am still working. I have been working. I have still been creating for you guys. I have just, it's very important being a spiritual vessel, being someone who people look to for guidance in any kind of way and someone who God uses in such a way. Um, very important that what I give out is pure energy, pure uh, healing, um, 
just authentic energy. And, and the best way for me to say that is that sometimes I have to have time where I don't communicate with a lot of people. Um, and this is something that a lot of my family and friends, they are kind of used to, I guess, because I do go silent, I do go recluse. But in these sessions, there are just a lot of things. And some of the things I am going to share with you on our segment today, I'm going to share um, with, with ways. It goes along with, with the topic I'm discussing. But I just felt like it was important for me to let you all know that I have not forgotten about you. I have been getting inquiries about extending the series. And that is something I am highly considering because there is so much that I want to share with you all on your journeys of evolution and I feel like if I am trusted the way that I am with you the way that you've trusted me with your souls and your spirits it is almost an obligation of mine to make sure that I give as much as I can to you to assist you in your journeys along the way so please know that it's not without any type of merit I do feel um, your connections I have heard <laughs> your voicemails and your senior inboxes and read your messages and I am thinking of you as well and I am absolutely still on board on course this this is just um it's only been a week guys I mean I know that you all have to you know process everything that I'm saying but you all are very spoiled no? <laughs> but I love it I absolutely love it I love the fact that you are in tune and I'm very grateful I want to welcome all of my new subscribers. There have been, oh, just a week ago, there was a little, it was a few over 100 um, subscribers and we've already gotten like so many more. And I know that's by word of mouth because I absolutely have not been promoting. It's not a, a thing to promote for me, but you all have absolutely shared this with your friends, with your um, co-workers and family members and whomever that you come in contact with that you feel can benefit and I am super grateful for that I'm thankful and I am honored and I do not take that lightly so all of my new subscribers if you are new I want to welcome you officially I want to thank you and I hope that you too are receiving exactly what it is that you came for my messages will not resonate with each and every person every single week because it is spiritually aligned. I feel as though God uses me. He prepares me for messages and he has a specific message for specific individuals or specific souls that may need to hear it. And I'm completely okay with being used as a vessel that way. So if this this series, this topic or any any topics that you listen to or any weeks that you've listened to, if it may not resonate completely with you, please take what applies to you. Whatever doesn't apply, don't force it. It may apply. I've noticed that I'm very, a lot of times ahead of my time when it comes to situations in people's lives. So I often speak on things that have not occurred yet or things that have already occurred and they just need to be revisited because it was no true healing or there was no true clarity on how to evolve from that specific situation. So I am, again, 
here to tell you I definitely give a lot of information. I definitely have a lot to say, but everything may not resonate with you, and that is completely okay. This series was created with our men in mind, our guys. I felt like, man, you all need so much pouring into. There's such a toxic energy right now that is like aiming to destroy everything that I feel masculinity and our men is again masculinity we as a human bodies we possess both feminine and masculine energy so i'm not speaking about gender roles i am speaking specifically though to my males when i speak about the attack that i feel is on their spirits the attack that i feel that is on their existence period so i want each and every one of you to know that while i do have women on who have signed on to subscribe I'm, i value you as well just know that this message may not resonate with you either you may feel away because i'm saying things that are aimed to uplift and empower our males it is not in any way to diminish or make you feel less than so please don't take it that way everything i say is in light and love it is just authenticity and i will not sugarcoat the messages to cater to feelings when i feel like it's something that should be said but it's all coming from a place of authenticity i am being very very intentional with what i say um Sometimes how I say it may may not be the, how you would say it, but it is absolutely the way it's needed to be delivered based on what I am speaking about from my perspective, okay? So understand it's all love. I am open to each and every one of you emailing me, contacting me, letting me know your feedback, letting me know how you feel. If you're interested also in any one-on-ones with me, um, that could help you through any type of situations you please feel free I will include an email or include um, a written form of what it is that you how you can contact me to set up those type of sessions um, for your future references okay but as of now if you're listening to this and you would like to set up a one-on-one -on -one, you can definitely email me at team b me shavery which is t-e-a-m b as in boy m as in mary i-c-h-a-v-e-r-y at gmail.com and i will respond to you and let you know um, details on what is needed these are free sessions for my subscribers so um yeah, I'll include that information as well when you do contact me, okay? So today, for all of you all, I'm ready to start. I know you all have been waiting patiently for what Bimi Shavery has to say. And so I am excited. I know you're excited and you are also probably a little anxious. So we're going to start. Anybody who has listened or has been tuned in for the previous three weeks, you know that I start all my sessions with a brief meditation as well as a prayer. And this is not um, any type of ritualistic or you don't have to belong to a specific religion. I am not a religious person, but I'm highly, highly, highly beyond verbal comprehension, um, spiritual. So I absolutely 
welcome everybody from all backgrounds. Just know this is how I connect to my spirit with God. I allow him to enter so that he can speak through me. I am his vessel. I allow him to use me in that way. And so meditation is a way of calming and centering ourselves. The prayer is to welcome him and allow him to enter into this space so that once I begin speaking, it is I'm used as a, a vessel according to what he has for me to do. OK, so I hope that each and every one of you are now in a room or a place that is quiet or that allows you to have some solitude and peace that allows you to be calm and in a place of nothing but pure rest, okay? So we're gonna start by taking deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. In through your nose, out, through your mouth. You're gonna relax your shoulders. And if you are in a place where you are centered and you are able to sit on the floor or lay on the floor, you can start by stretching your arms. I like to pull mine behind my back. It allows me to stretch my back muscles feels so good. If in any point you start to feel like it's hurting, please stop. But you will feel, you may hear muscles, bones pop. Mm. And that's okay. If you're like me, you carry tension in your back, you will probably have a lot of muscles that need to be popped. <laughs> Gonna breathe in and we're gonna breathe out. God, we're coming to you now as humbly as we know how, with an open mind and an open heart, open spirit, ready to receive what it is that you have to say. There's so many of us. Right now, going through so many different things, trying to find our way, trying to figure out if we're on the right path or how fast should we go. So many people are in constant comparison mode, comparison, comparing themselves to what's next, who's done what, questioning their worth, questioning their value, questioning if they're even on a path to purpose. A lot of people are wondering if you've forgotten about them. They're looking for signs, they're looking for messages, and they hear nothing. And we know that a lot of times it's because we are disconnected. A lot of times it's because we aren't in a place where we are able to receive your words. We can't feel because in so many cases we've numbed ourselves to being able to feel because we live in a society that lets us know that feelings are not real. 
God, you are truly, truly omnipresent. And we know that in any situation we are going through, we can trust that you have the right path for us. And even in our most uncomfortable spaces and states, we can trust that we will come out okay because you're there. I ask that you speak through me today to encourage, uplift, and inspire people to tap into their true, true, true purpose in life. Give them confirmation and clarity on whatever situations they are going through so that they are able to build, create, and succeed in a life that you have designed for them. Let them know that there is so much power in the tongue and the power of manifestation lies within them, but they have to be connected to the source first. I want to thank you for using me as a vessel, building me, creating me to be that vessel that you use to do just this. I thank you for valuing and, and seeing so much value and capabilities in me. Even at times when I'm uncertain of the value and path, I feel I've chosen for myself. But I would be completely lying if I said that it was not rewarding because I see how it helps, how it heals, how it really, really, really uplifts. It creates a shift in dynamic. Frequency changes. People's mentality changes. Their hearts are changed. And I'm forever grateful for that capability. So right now, we're not asking for anything more. Just to say thank you for everything that you're doing, everything you're about to do, and everything that you already have in the works that we cannot see. For every door that we are at that we feel is not opening, we thank you for the keys to unlock it. And we also thank you for the detours that lead us to the doors that we're supposed to be at. We're asking you to give us the clarity and the understanding and the, and the resilience, as well as the patience to see your plan through on your timing, not ours. I'm forever thankful, grateful, and I honor you through my voice, through my walk, through my energy, and through my entire being. In your name, Jesus, we pray. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Amen. So today, my topic that I'm going to, to discuss, and it will probably be a part two because there's so much information that I want to give and there's so much to take in. But today's message topic is, are you ready for what it is you say you want? And I know that the first inkling, the natural response is always, of course, like, yeah, what you mean? Am I ready? I'm asking for it. I'm ready. But I don't think that we truly understand what that entails, because whether it's in relationships, whether it's in jobs, whether it's in career choices, whether it's in searching your sole purpose, you have to really be ready for what it is you say you want. And that doesn't mean that you have everything together and everything is perfect. And you just know for a fact that everything's going to turn out the way you want it to turn out. Because the truth is, it never turns out the way you expect it to turn out 
but it always turns out incredible if you do the work, right? So we try to plan so much of our lives out and we have this one through 12 step process on how to get something done, but we fail at the very basics, which is deciding at the core if we truly are ready, if we truly are capable of holding what it is that we're asking for, our capacities. Where is our capacity at, right? So in a lot of the sessions that I have with people, they're looking for relationships, they want the perfect spouse. And one of my main things, one of the, one of the main things that I always start off with is, in this session, we are going to first hold ourselves accountable. Right? We have to hold ourselves accountable for everything that occurs within our control. And the only thing that we truly control is our own choices, is our own actions, is our own response to things, and is our own healing. Right? You can't say that you're ready for a relationship when you still have pain and baggage from the past. And you can't say that you're ready for a relationship when you have trust issues, you don't really know what it is that you want in a relationship, you don't really think that a long-lasting, happy, successful relationship that has its flaws and imperfections is actually attainable. So it all starts with shifting your mentality, shifting your mentality to do inner work so that what you produce are seeds of what of are reflections of the seeds that you hold within yourself. So let's talk about your five W's, right? Your personal principles, the personal decisions that are the personal standards and morals that you stand on that have nothing to do with anyone but yourself. But in order to define what your personal principles are, your personal mantras, your core beliefs, knowing when to apply pressure, when not to apply pressure, what is needed, what are your absolute deal breakers. In order to know what those things are, you first have to discover what your five W's are. Your five W's are your who, which is you, what does it entail, why is it necessary? Why is my purpose? Why is my existence imperative? Why is it important? What difference does my existence make to humanity? Right? Where, where do I fit? Where do I fit in? Where do I, um, where is my position? Where is my place? And knowing when it's time to walk in that. It's very important. A lot of people don't know who they are to their core. They don't know about the imbalances that their energy holds. I know that there's a popular saying that's going by, oh, your frequency, raise your, your vibration, you attract what you are. And to a sense, that's true. But you can appear to be extremely happy. You can appear to be extremely like in, a, in an incredible place. But the thing is, to your core, what your frequency is, what your vibration and your energy and your spirit is giving off is opposite of what you are trying to exude. 
And that's what you attract. You attract what you are to your core. And sometimes you don't even attract what you are to your core. Sometimes you're attracting things that are triggers and, and things that are necessary for you to experience and go through so that you can connect with the different parts and discover different things within your core. Different things that may need to be healed, different things that may need to be explored, different things that may need to be just made aware of, right? You have to first know those things. And in my sessions, I also talk about the unblocking of chakras and knowing which chakra you need healing in and knowing what's needed. It's not enough to just know what your love language is. It's not enough to know about um, your sun sign in astrology. You have to really get to know you to your core. And one of the things that I love to do is help people to discover self, meaning when you are decoding your inner self, that is not that's a, not an easy thing. OK, that's not something that you just sign up for and be like, hey, I'm going to come out extremely happy <laughs> because decoding your inner self is sometimes painful. It's uncomfortable. It is absolutely like being in the twilight zone because you're discovering parts of yourself that you knew that you thought you knew and realizing that they really aren't what you thought they were you know you're realizing how things have occurred within your life that have cultivated this illusion of self knowing what your personality is. It's not enough, oh, I'm a happy-go-lucky person. What do you mean you're a happy-go-lucky person? What is your personality type? People instantly go to what they want in another person. No, your personality type is your personality type. What is your personality type? You know, what is your love language? A lot of people feel like, you know, I... I my love language is, you know, words of affirmation. Okay, have you found out why? Have you found out why that's so important to you? How did you come to that conclusion beyond just taking a test? In your daily life, how do you walk in that type of language? What type of aura do you give out? What type of, type, type of aura do you expect that gives you validation for that particular love language? In astrology, it's not enough to just know your sun sign because your sun sign is just blanket. But when you do your birth chart, if you're into any type of astrology, you do your birth chart and it absolutely breaks down so many different cores of who you are and who you may be. Different characteristics that you probably never even imagined or thought of. But it clicks when you see it on paper. It clicks because you now have paper, black and white, to the reality of my life. And this all makes sense. A lot of people think that astrology is just knowing your sun sign and, oh, boom, I'm a cancer. And so, boom, I, I'm emotional. Emotions does not equal crying. I wish people would know that. <laughs> like, yes, I, I, I cry, but... the. Trust me, you're not going to just be seeing me bald over in a corner crying. Emotions is not a bad thing. It's the, the lack of emotional maturity and intelligence that causes the issues. When people say things like, I'm not feeling, I don't feel, I'm not going to, feelings aren't real. What do you mean by that? Because everything is a feeling. Trusting God is a feeling. Trusting your spirit, your intuition, that's a feeling. 
walking into a room and feeling the energy is bad, that's a feeling. Everything is a feeling. Feelings are necessary when you are maneuvering in any day-to-day life because you use feelings in everything you do, subconsciously and, and, and consciously. But there's such a negative connotation on it because there is such so much emotional immaturity because people don't know how to decode the inner self. If my natural element of self is emotions, if my natural element of self is to feel, me working in a opposite force of that, me stepping in in a way that is trying to avoid that and pretend and act like that doesn't exist does me more harm than good, which sends off a counterproductive energy. It's all about decoding who you are to your core, knowing who you are, knowing what your triggers are. You can't get into a relationship with anybody if you don't even know what you are to your core. You don't even know what your triggers are. You don't know what makes you off balance. You don't even know what makes you feel unappreciated, unloved. It's not enough to say you want someone to provide for you. You want a woman who can bring half of the weight. It's not enough to be like, I want somebody who's beautiful aesthetically. Like, okay, what else do you want? What else do you need? What else do you need to be a better you? You don't know what you need to be a better you because you don't even know who you are. It's, it's wanting that relationship, wanting that career. Oh, I'm going to be a psychologist. Okay. But you got to read more than what's on Instagram or Facebook or Google. And it takes more than just being book smart to be an incredible psychologist because you got to be able to decode, decode the inner self of others. You have to be able to pull out things. There's a natural um, inkling to get in, to mentally stimulate someone in a way that allows them to feed you information consciously and subconsciously. And not everybody can do that. I don't care if you go to school and got a degree. If you are not naturally inclined to do certain things, the path that you're, you're running towards may not ever work. So it's about really getting to know, okay, what do I need to do to be successful at that? My type of successful though, not successful on paper, not successful in the bank account, but really feel like I'm fulfilling a purpose in chasing this vision that I have. It all starts with knowing who you are, knowing what you're meant to do. You cannot do that staying on surface. Your partnerships will never work if you're not able to bring your whole self into a relationship. You're, you, you have your own inner demons that we're constantly going to be fighting. There are, there are inner battles that we're constantly going to be fighting. The problem is people get into relationships without identifying what those inner battles are. They get into these relationships that end up triggering those very, very, very battles and demons. And they don't understand why it's chaotic because they don't know how to diffuse it. They don't know how to, how to really get to the core and rip the core out, heal it at the core. 
I don't care how much masking you do. I don't care how much you um, try to cover up what it is that you are feeling, try to cover up whatever it is that you are um, trying to deal with. If you do not get to the core of that issue, it's never going to ever get better completely. It's never going to completely heal. It's never going to completely um, uncover so that we can address the real issues. And that's why people get in these relationships time after time after time, and they never are able to get a balance and they're never happy. They're never satisfied. They're never fulfilled. They can't be satisfied mentally, spiritually, or sexually. Physically is like blah, because they're not happy. They're not content. They don't even know why. And that's when you have to go in to yourself. That's when you have to dig deep into yourself and say, you know what? Okay, listen. My issue is this. This is who I am. This is why I react this way. This is why this is what I need to feel secure in the relationship. There are a lot of insecure men. There are a lot of men who are walking around with inner insecurities that they don't feel comfortable or safe enough to expose because they don't feel safe or comfortable enough to expose it to themselves. That's why you can't attract a partner who's equally there to help you feel safe. Because you're hiding it from yourself. This person is a trigger to you because this person helps you reveal the true you. They bring out parts of you that you think are hidden and they see it, they pull it out, it becomes chaos. It becomes all type of instability. There's so much power in manifestation, but that goes in a way of positivity and negativity. There are times where manifestation, you can manifest a whole bunch of things and you can manifest a lot of toxicity in your life as well. It's not just, oh, hey, manifestation, I get everything I want. Sometimes you manifest some things you don't want because those are the seeds that you are internally harvesting. Those are the seeds that you are fertilizing every day, every time you talk, every time you move around. Those are seeds that you are cultivating and they're coming into fruition, like they're here. The harvest is negativity. The harvest is toxic energy. The harvest is not being happy, not being success, not feeling successful, not being fulfilled, not knowing your purpose, constant comparison, low vibration. That is your manifestation as well. Struggling in finding the correct, the type of connections that you need in life, the type of connections that really help you prosper forward. You're not connecting with anybody. There is no balance with anybody. There's no understanding. There's no comprehending what you're trying to do because you and yourself are in a state of confusion. The more you learn about yourself, the more you learn how to deal with things that you desire and you want and the thoughts that are in your head because you become okay with being who you are. I cannot evolve in myself if I don't know who I am, first of all. Second of all, once I identify who I am, then I can dig down to the deep-rooted issues that I may feel and attack them. You can't make me feel bad about something within myself that I'm okay with. You can't embarrass me when it comes to certain things about me because I know me and I've already accepted that. 
So that's the mentality that you have to be in in order to evolve, in order to grow, in order to become the best version of yourself. And until we do that, we're not able to truly, truly grow into being who we are destined to be completely. So therefore, when you partner with somebody in a relationship, in a career or a business, you are really not able to flourish because one of you is bringing half half heartedly who you are. The other person doesn't truly know who this person is in its entirely. So it's never going to balance. It's never going to be pure. The seeds that are cultivating are not complete seeds. So the soil is not is not good soil. So everything that's harvested is what? Things that are going to fail. So it's very important to get to who am I? What is my purpose? What do I do with that purpose? Where do I start and why should anybody care? Why do I care? When you realize those things and you start decoding those things, it's like, oh, Lord, yes. My chakras are balanced. My love language is on point. My energy is good. My spiritual life is solid. I'm exuding the love that I desire. Everything about you starts to shift. Everything connected to you starts to grow. You're operating at a vibration that's higher than your normal capacity. And then that's how evolution begins. You cannot evolve stuck in the frequency of those that are around you that are operating in low energetic spirit. You know, you can't. And then we get to this moment where we are questioning, we start to question our worth because we truly, truly, truly are at a space where we are confused. We get to a place where we feel like we've moved 10 feet forward just to move back 10 more feet and a lot of that is because we are trying to move at a pace and um at a page where it's not it's not actually about our purpose it's more about fitting in it's about being a part of what's now what's new what someone else is going to say our goal is to be known and our goal is to be successful on the forefront. And that's why you have so many successful people that look successful. They look like they got money. They look like they have the ultimate career. They look like their family is super happy. And then when it comes out that they really were depressed, they really were completely miserable. Their marriages were horrible. Their children hate them. Or their children are unstable and completely like, your, your, your mind is blown because you're like, well, how is that? I didn't see that. How is that true? How is that possible? And it's because you're looking at the illusion of the person. And none of those situations ever get better until they decide, the people decide, okay, I got to shift. In order for me to shift that that's around me, I have to first shift my own energetic power. My own energetic power, my own energetic influence starts with me. And doing that hard work on yourself, I don't care if it's in corporate America, I don't care if it's in entrepreneurship, I don't care if it's in relationships, I don't care if it's just you on a journey, eat, pray, love of yourself. You still have to be able to sit down and recognize the things that are 
not fulfilling you. Recognize the things that are not helping you to evolve. But I don't care how much researching you do, if you don't know what you are and who you are to your core, anything that you try to do to feel better, be better, live better, look better, is not gonna actually stay or stain that permanently until you get to the truth of that thing. You have to dig deep. And digging deep means I gotta get down to the nitty gritty, ugly, dirty, funky truth about what I am. If you're a liar, say I'm a liar. Okay, why do you lie? Dig down deep, what started me being a liar? If you're a cheat, or you're a person who is never satisfied in one relationship, or you become satisfied in a relationship, and then all of a sudden, you're not happy anymore. It's not an all of a sudden thing, you never were happy. You settled in that relationship because you wanted to be with someone, you cared about the person, but not enough to, that, to allow that to fulfill you. The reason you're not fulfilled in that relationship is not because of that person, it's because of you. But instead of you digging deeper into finding out what is it that I am actually needing to be fulfilled, I just go get something new. I don't want to lose you completely because I kind of like this thing we got going, but it's not completely, it don't feel like it did in the beginning. So I'm going to go over here to the next to add to that. You're building fulfillment in a person or in, in things, using, utilizing several different people because you can't find your peace. You can't find your happiness. You can't find your balance. And the reason you can't find your balance is because you are the scale. And before you can recognize that you are the scale, you're looking for everyone else on the outside to balance what you are. But until that internal guide is, is complete and it's balanced and it's at a place where you can actually see it objectively, you're going to continue to overwhelm yourself with putting miscellaneous things on this scale and wonder why you're off balance. People say, oh, I, want, I, I can't stand all this negativity around me. There's so much negativity around me, but you're the person that's negative. You're the seed sower. You're the thing that continues to pour out nothing but negativity through your aura. Your mouth can be closed and your whole demeanor is, is negative. It's just dark, toxic. Everywhere you go, drama follows. You don't know why you're constantly in a state of negativity and that's because all y'all do is talk about people. All you do is in, interact with people who have nothing going for themselves, who could care less about anything but what something looks like, investing in low life low frequency activity and you wonder why your life is in the place that it's at. It's not enough to have a nice house and a nice car and a nice wife and nice kids, but then everything you do on the down low or behind the scenes is toxic. The life that you live in secret is the life that manifests externally. And a lot of times we don't even understand that. A lot of times we don't see that. We want the power. We want the power of it. Because it, it, the power of it is so fulfilling. Because people respect power, right? You respect power. Like you don't respect a person who 
is an influence that's really an influencer like a person who doesn't care about the fame doesn't care about the followers doesn't care about notoriety doesn't care about what people think or say about them they just walk talk breathe influence because of who they are to their core you can always tell the difference between a real influencer or a person who has made up one for the instagram or for the facebook or for now because it's a trend and that's part of the reason why i kind of run from that title because i really 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 despise inauthenticity. I don't give a, I don't care if it's, if you got a million followers or not. I'm more keen to the person whose spirit is authentic than that who is just making it up for the gram or making it up for social media because you want the likes. That's why so many people don't feel valued if they don't have the likes or the comments. That's why they don't feel valued if it's not on a public scale. Because so much of who they are, so much of why they do what they do is for the public's opinion, the public's approval, the, the notoriety, the fame of it. And none of that is real or lasting. I mean, it's like so many people are saying, I want this type of life. I want this type of relationship. I want this type of job. I want this type of family. But they don't understand that connections and connecting to anything requires, connecting to anything means that you're gaining access. But if the things that you are connected to isn't beneficial in your growth, in your evolution, in who you are to your core, then what good is having that access or that connection to that thing, person, or place? It's, it doesn't matter. Because no matter how many connections you have, if there is no access to be gained, if there's, once you gain the access, if it, if it doesn't help grow you, evolve you, inspire you to be better, for real better, then you are wasting your time, you're wasting a connection, and your source is not fulfilled because at the end of the day, it's not going anywhere. The truth is, when you're on your purpose and you're on your path and you know who you are to your core, your capacity changes. Your capacity of, it becomes broader. Everything seems bigger because you have more space. You have more space when you're able to remove dead weight, when you're able to look at yourself and analyze yourself. You have issues with trust because you've never seen anybody in your life be trustworthy. So you've taken on that energy, you've taken on that perspective that I can't trust nobody. Not only can you not trust anybody, but you're not trustworthy either. You'll look somebody in their face and lie to them and get mad that you caught in a lie. The reason you're not happy in a relationship is because you're in a relationship that is unfulfilling because you're not bringing anything to the relationship beyond money or place to stay or a car. And a lot of people, a lot of men ain't even bringing that. And if you are bringing that, it's, it, you're only bringing it so that you can get something back in return, not because you truly feel that that's something you are wanting to do or need to do. You're in the situation due to a self-inflicted obligation, whether it be children. I'm going to stay with this person because of children. Well, what good is the children seeing a relationship that's not happy? 
What good is toxicity? What good is being a part of something or connected to someone when you're not fulfilled and you're not fulfilled because I don't have anything to really give this person but a check, some good D, and a hard time sometimes. We settle in situations because a lot of times you have attachment issues, but then a lot of times you have issues where you feel like I'm connected and I don't want to let them go because being by myself, there are so many people that cannot be alone. And I wish that more people knew that loneliness and being alone is not the same thing. Get into the core of why you your energy is off, why you're feeling like I'm not happy in anything that I do. I got money in the bank. I got the, the wonderful career, all of that, and I'm still not happy. It's because there's so many issues psychologically that have been laying dormant that we refuse to deal with. We become so, so much of the monsters that we are trying to conquer in life. We become it. We're fighting it, but we're, we're becoming it. We're becoming the very thing that we're running from. We don't find fulfillment in anything but the moment. We don't even have a capacity to see beyond the moment because hell, the, ain't nothing but the moment promised, right? Finding who you are, what your purpose is, what um, that means for your future is so important. But in order to do that, you got to dig deep. You got to dig down into the core of yourself, not just your traditions, not just how you were born, not just uh, the type of family that you have, who you are, what you really feel about things. And sometimes the only way to decode that is by really sitting down with yourself and writing out who you are. What are some experiences that you've had that have caused you to feel like you're less than? What are some experiences that you found that made you feel like you have to be stuck in a certain area or a certain type of place because you it's just a part of who you are? It's a part of your makeup. You're afraid to truly be yourself because being yourself means being isolated sometimes. Saying that I'm ready for what it is I want means that I got to deal with my ugly side too. Which means when I get with somebody, I'm not ashamed of what they come with because guess what? I come with my own baggage too. But the difference in untamed baggage and baggage that's under control is that I'm working on the healing of my baggage. I'm working on the evolving in my baggage. I'm working on myself to the core so that I can be better. I'm not going to be in the same place doing the same thing with the same person 10 years from now and then talking about woe is me or the world is against me. You have to shift your perspective. When you shift your perspective, you change your life. And changing your life is not just on a physical or a uh, material type of place like you have to literally dig deep in yourself and change your inner world once you change your inner world and you look up and you see how much of your life has changed and let me tell you transition is not easy when God starts shaking up things in your life that is not easy that is the most uncomfortable thing because you're in a place of instability 
And a lot of people cannot survive in instability because it does something to you mentally. It, it proves that you have no control. The control you think you have, you don't. You have to decide for yourself, am I really ready for what it is I want? Can I really give this thing that I say I want everything I have or the best version of me without depleting myself completely? Can I pour into this thing and help it grow and blossom? Or am I going to be in a place of stagnation once I give it everything I have? Can this thing equally pour back into me? Will this thing equally pour back into me? Does this thing even see the value in who I am? And that's in any area of your life. You don't have to just, just be talking about career or relationship or children. You don't have to just, it's period. Are you ready for the peace that you say you want? Or do you thrive off of drama? It could be something as simple as wanting a certain body. Are you really ready to be fit? Are you ready to do the work it takes? Because it is not all about being on a treadmill or running. A lot of times, it ain't even all about what you eat, even though that's a big part of it. A lot of it is mental, spiritual, testing yourself, looking at yourself at your, at your weakest moments and saying, I love me still. I'm still at peace. I don't care what you think. You ain't got to like me. You ain't got to love me. You ain't got to be a part of my life. Guess what? I'm going to still be the shit because this is who I am. I own me. I own me in every aspect of me. I own my good. I own my bad. And so you can't make me feel bad about it. You can either invest in my betterment or get away. And that's where you have to be in life. That's what you have to decide for yourself because peace is something you give yourself. It's not something that the world gives you because the peace will take the peace that you're looking for in the world is never sustainable because it's so much toxicity going on. So much things, so many things that are thrown at you on a daily basis that can destroy your spirit. Sometimes it's taking breaks from social media. Sometimes it's taking breaks from people. Sometimes it's not talking to folks. Sometimes it's allowing yourself the time it needs to really process and release things. Sometimes it's, it's accepting that I just need time to myself. I just need a moment for no particular reason, just that I need it. I don't want to talk. I don't want to see you. I just don't need your energy. Identifying your gifts, identifying your spiritual balance, um, portal experiencing, you know, true awakening will enlighten you in ways that you never thought you could be enlightened. It's not about comparing your journey to anyone else's. It's not about comparing your journey to what someone else says your journey should be. It's about knowing yourself, tapping into that truth and building on that, starting from the ground up. You cannot trick yourself. You cannot paint an illusion of who you are and blessings are never going to come to the illusion of you or the manufactured version of you who are you to your core that's where God's looking who are you to your core God's looking for that person that's where he's trying to pour into he's not going to pour into no fake imitation you he don't know. He don't know that. He don't know that person. He didn't even create that. So he's not he's not even connecting to that because he does not know that person. That spirit. He don't know that spirit. 
So figuring out what it is that I really want, but first finding out who I am so that I can have a capacity to receive it. I can heal the things I need to heal. I can get rid of the things I don't need. And I can evolve on a level that is beneficial to not only me, but those that are coming after me who are eating the harvest of the seeds that I am planting. I got to find out who I am, which means I got to date myself. I got to love myself. And you can do that while you're in a relationship, too. It's a balance. Even after you've found out who you are and you're growing in yourself, you still are going to need to be able to have that time to yourself to evolve and to grow and to still learn because you're going to constantly be growing as long as you live. But the thing is, if you never start to identify who you are, you're never going to really chase what it is that you really desire. And you're never going to know what your true purpose is because you haven't identified who you are. There's no way that you can find your true purpose pretending so as I told you all this is going to have to be a part two because there's so many different things that I need to uncover and so many different things that I have to say to you all which is probably why my one-on-one -on -one sessions take so much energy out of me because I literally go through I'm skimming through so many things with you all but there's so many things that I need to just devil into to help you so i am going to do a part two to this and i am going to go into more detail about different personality types your chakras your love languages how numerology numerology spirituality god religion all of those things help you in different ways to identify who you are and to better you i'm going to also help you with tips on finding that that identifying who you are, finding that balance in that and who you are today, and also how you can tap into both, how you can tap into one and then evolve in the other, how you can release certain parts of the old so that you can birth into the new. Remember that the coffin is also the birth canal to the butterfly. So even if you are struggling in your identity of self, you've got to know, you've got to know that you're either going to stay in the coffin and die or you're going to evolve into something even more beautiful with wings. You have to decide. You have to grow. You have to evolve, but you have to make the decision for yourself. Do you stay in the coffin or do you evolve? Do you go through the canal? Which one do you do? But you cannot stay there and still thrive and live and breathe and, and be who you're supposed to be. The caterpillar's purpose is to birth into a butterfly. But if you're too afraid to go through that coffin, through that birth canal, you'll never make it to your destination ever. So I will be um, I, I will share this with you all. I will go ahead and share this and, and send you part two. Probably within a couple weeks. I mean, I'm, I lied. Okay, not a couple weeks. I'm lying. Forgive me. I don't need your, your emails, your texts. Your, I know I, I took a week. It's okay. I won't take another one. It's all right. It's all right. Please. I got it. I, it was a mistake. Not two weeks. Two days. Okay. You'll have it by Sunday, the part two. But I want to give you all time to process. Um, and then you'll have part two to go with it to help you in hopefully... You know, this resonates, but I know this message is for someone because I received so many emails regarding so much of this that I discussed today. So I will definitely speak with you all soon. Please let me know 
your feedback. Let me know how this resonated. And part two is coming up soon. Okay. I love you all so very much. I will talk to you later. Bye.